Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Grief with Grace for Grieving Moms podcast. I loved the emails and messages that I received after last week's episode. There was one mom, and I'm going to call her DL for privacy's sake, and she wrote to me and said that she had encouraged some of her family and friends to listen to that episode so that they would have a better understanding about why she had been so upset at some of the things they had said to her after her son went to spirit. And she said that some of them came back and told her that they did have a better understanding of things after listening. So DL, thank you for your note and for sharing the episode. I'm glad that it resonated with you and with others that you shared it with. So at the end of last week's episode, I kind of teased out that I had withheld one of the statements that people say um, trigger them or really upset them. And I'll be honest, it is a sharp one for me as well. Um, And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you what it is, and then I'll tell you why. So it's the phrase, the new normal. I didn't like it before Greg left this life, and I don't like it now. And in the conversations that I've been having with other grieving moms over the last several weeks, it's one that most of them did not like either for a whole bunch of different reasons. And I'm going to kind of combine them all into an overview uh, in this episode. So the new normal, I mean, we've all heard it before. And then, of course, due to COVID this year, we've heard about it more than ever. So let's talk about it. So again, from my own personal experience and feelings, as well as talking to other grieving moms and some dads as well, um, that phrase, the new normal, is really a myth. That's right. I said it. It's a myth. Because for us, there is no normal. Normal left the moment our child took his or her last breath in this life. And you cannot convince me that anything will ever be normal again. And I'll go into more of why that's the case in a few minutes or as we go through this episode. So as I record this, we're in early November of 2020. And so a lot of people have been experiencing grief this year in 2020 due to COVID. Some people realize it and other people don't. So whether someone has lost a loved one, whether to COVID or anything else, whether they've lost their job or their way of life, everyone has lost something this year. And there's an enormous amount of collective grief. And many people aren't even aware of it yet. But what we understand because of our shared experience of having a child in heaven and what they don't yet understand is that they're going to grieve the loss of their normal lives. It's like we have our PhDs in that, though. Unfortunately, many people this year, due to the ongoing lockdowns in so many places, haven't coped well with it at all, and some with some tragic consequences. You know, 
drug and alcohol abuse is on the rise. In many places in the world, restaurants, gyms, yoga studios, hair salons, massage therapy um, locations, um, I mean, so many places are still not open. None of this is normal, not for such an extended period of time. I mean, if you have a natural disaster, like we have had, I don't even know how many hurricanes come through um, the southwest or the southeast, the Gulf area of the United States this year, um, especially Louisiana. They've been really hard hit. So after that, it is normal for businesses to be closed for a period of time and for life to be disrupted, but not for something like this. This is something that hasn't happened in over a hundred years. So none of us were alive um, the last time the world went through this. So I looked up the definition of new normal at dictionary.com. And this is what I found. It said a current situation, social custom, etc., that is different from what has been experienced or done before, but is expected to become usual or typical. Can I get a hell no to that? Because this year, everyone has lost their, quote, normal way of life. But I don't know anyone that wants anything from 2020 to become usual or typical. This is why the whole new normal thing is a bunch of nonsense. Similarly, when our children took their last breaths, our lives became anything but normal. You know, think back to the first hours, days, weeks, and months. It's like you move through that time and you're numb most of the time. It feels like the very foundation of our lives is gone. Everything we thought we knew, everything we thought we could count on, and, you know, dare I say, everything we took for granted was suddenly gone. But here's the thing. We know, having experienced that, when it's something we didn't, I don't care if your child was ill, had, had you know, fought drug addiction or alcohol addiction or anything else all its life. As long as your child's alive, I've said this before, I will probably say it many, many more times, but as long as your child is still alive, you have some hope that they will continue to be alive. But we know that nothing in life is ever going to be normal again. Why is that? Because we know that when we relax for just an instant, instant, when we dare to laugh, when we dare to smile, it comes rushing back. The knowing that it can all be ripped away in an instant, in the blink of an eye. It can, because for us it has. Two weeks ago, my son's best friend got married. And Greg and Jay had been best friends since high school. And Jay could not imagine anyone, he could not imagine Greg not standing up there next to him on his wedding day. So at his wedding, he had a poster of Greg on an easel next to him. When the bridal party came up to the reception area after taking all their pictures, the maid of honor danced up with Greg's, with that poster of Greg. They sat that easel and that poster of Greg next to the bride and groom at their table. I was so happy for Jay and his wife. I love them dearly. 
But when I saw that picture standing before the ceremony, when the maid of honor came running up the ramp with Greg's picture, so many times during that wedding and reception, I broke down because I would be happy, so happy for Jay and Tiffany, happy talking to Greg's friends. And then just like that, I would remember. So a perfectly, what should be a perfectly quote, normal experience of being happy at a wedding. I kept being reminded that Greg isn't there. And I cried. I broke down and cried. It was hard. And don't misunderstand. I was so honored and grateful that they made Greg such a special part of their wedding. And yet it was still hard. So that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, people who haven't been through the extreme trauma that comes from losing a child, and there are other types of trauma. I'm not downplaying those or discounting those at all. Okay. But there's a different kind of trauma that comes from losing a child and people who have not been through that just don't understand it. And honestly, I pray they never do. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I know none of us would. So I'm not judging or criticizing anyone. And I'm also not saying that we're special or better than anyone else or deserve special treatment or that we're victims or anything like that. I'm simply saying that we've had an experience that other people haven't had that puts everything in a different perspective. You know, I spoke with one mom recently who has three children in spirit. Yes, three. They did not go to spirit at the same time. All three left unexpectedly at different times. So even if she had become complacent and felt like life was normal at some point after her first child transitioned, that idea or feeling was turned on its head when her second child transitioned. And again with the third. She's one that I spoke with that said this new normal thing is something that never set well with her and she does not like it. She said that after her first child went to spirit, she never felt normal. She never felt as if she could fully, her words were, she felt like she could never fully relax into life. She said that the moment she did, like me at the wedding, she'd be snapped back into the reality that her daughter was no longer here and that she couldn't count on what she had once counted on, that being that her children would outlive her. And there was a span of, I think it was almost six or seven years between the time her first daughter went to heaven and her second daughter did. I think her second child in heaven is a daughter. And then I think the third one is a son. I may have the second and third confused, but regardless. Um, So again, the, you know, that the idea of normal, anything is a myth. It's always been a myth. And I compare normal to living on autopilot. I used to talk about this a lot after I left my marriage in 2008 because I realized that I had been living my life on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions. Normal is living on autopilot. Normal is being complacent. And many, many people do live that way. Again, I did for 48 years of my life. And at that point, I began living much more intentionally and much more consciously. So again, I'm not judging. I'm just observing. But life is about change, whether it's change we desire or not. And the moment we become complacent, the moment we start living on autopilot, the moment we think our life is normal, we remember. 
we remember that life can and does change in an instant, in the blink of an eye. And that's why there is not, and there never will be a new normal, not for us and not for the rest of society after COVID. But here's the thing, because I don't want this episode to sound like it's all doom and gloom because I don't believe it is. There is life, our life. It isn't over. For whatever reason, we're still here. And I believe to the depths of my soul that we can have a fulfilling life if we choose to. No, I don't believe it'll ever be normal. But it can be fulfilling and it can be filled with moments of joy. Moments that mm, that when we add them up and when we take our last breath, they're the moments that cause us to reflect and realize that we were able to piece those moments together after our child transitioned, and we were able to continue living our lives, not just existing and letting the days pass us by. I don't want any one of us to do that. So, as with last week's episode, I really encourage you to share this episode with people in your life who might talk to you about living with a new normal or asking you when you're going to get back to normal. That was something one mom said when I talked to her that one of her closest friends had said she would be glad when this mom got back to normal. There's no going back to who you were before. It's impossible. That person doesn't exist anymore. Just like when you birthed your baby, once you birth that baby, you you never go back to being the woman that you were before having that baby. It's the same thing now. You can never go back to who you were before your child left this life. You're changed forever. And so if you share this episode with others, as I hope you do, perhaps they will begin to understand why that isn't going to happen, why you aren't going to go back to who you were, why you aren't going to go back to what they perceive as normal. So thank you again for listening. Last week, we passed 2,500 downloads of this podcast, and that was after I just launched it four months ago. I don't take any of you for granted, and I'm humbled, and I'm so grateful to be able to share with you in this way. And for me, it isn't about the numbers as a vanity metric. I don't care about that. This isn't a popularity contest to me. It's about giving hope to someone that needs it. It's about expanding your ideas of what's possible and helping you form a a found, build a foundation so that you can form a strong connection or deepen your connection with your child in spirit. It's about expanding your ideas about grief and continuing to live after great loss. That's why I'm doing this. All right. As always, I'm sending you so much love and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Grief with Grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.